There's only one. There's only one. Mm. It's my great joy to get to introduce our guest speaker today. But before I do that, we're going to look at our theme for the year, which is Awake and Alive, We Thrive. It's our 2019 theme. And for the month of August, which is today's the last day, the theme is Creativity and Imagination. And Reverend Sunshine's talk title today is To Tell the Truth to tell the truth. Before I invite Reverend Sunshine up here, I want to just say a few words about her. She is an amazing minister. If you haven't got the opportunity to meet her, stick around afterwards and say hello. I had the great privilege and joy of our paths crossing for just a little while. She came to Seaside, the center that I'm from, at the invitation of our senior minister to do our Wednesday night service. And you did that for three years, two years, Reverend Sunshine. See, and it was an amazing experience to have her there. I was in ministerial school. I was, had somebody that I could look to and learn from and grow from. And, and I had the uh, privilege of stepping in to do the Wednesday night services when Reverend Sunshine stepped away. She's now the senior minister at Downey Center for Spiritual Living. She is absolutely involved in our leadership council at home office. She's involved in leadership in many, many aspects. And I had the joy of her being my uh, minister mentor as I went through ministerial school. And now I realize I didn't call her enough, you know? <laughs> but I, I'll make up for that. I'll make up for that as I step into my next great adventure. But she is an absolute joy. She's absolute love. She's just uh, the beautiful, wonderful expression of God. What more can I say? Please help me welcome to our stage, Reverend Sunshine Day. Thank you, Reverend Debbie, for that warm introduction. And good morning, beloveds. Good morning. Wow, I bring you love not only from Asilomar and SOAR, the SOAR conference, but uh, I've been traveling, and everywhere I get to travel, um, I, I bring their love. So from Ahava Center from, for Spiritual Living in Lexington, Kentucky, and then Daytona Beach, uh, center for Spiritual Living in Daytona Beach, Florida, and then, of course, my center, Downey Center for Spiritual Living. Uh, we are not alone. And may I take your love back home when I return? All right, good. Good, good, good. I greet you in love, and what a joy and an honor it is to be with you this morning and to simply bring some words of inspiration, maybe, of motivation, maybe. <laughs> but definitely some truth. Uh, thank you for, for having me and for allowing me to uh, be blessed by your presence. It is truly a blessing for me to get to be here. I get to be here with you. And so uh, as, as I look at and reminded of what your theme is for the year and what your monthly theme is for the year, my, my job is to connect and weave and to, to make it all connect so that it is for the greater good individually, but then collectively and for the planet. 
As Reverend Debbie mentioned, I'm on your leadership council, and I'm constantly reminded that we have a vision, mission, and purpose at Centers for Spiritual Living. And our, our vision, mission, and purpose uh, goes something like this. We provide spiritual tools for personal and global transformation as we awaken humanity to its spiritual magnificence because we are, uh, together, we are creating a world that works for everyone. And that's, it's a lofty goal. It is indeed a lofty goal. Um, but it starts here, it starts individually, it starts at our, in our local communities. And as it starts in our local communities, it actually begins with each of us individually and collectively telling the truth. Now, I love the reading, and I wish I could find the page again, but it's okay. You heard the reading. It absorbed in meditation. And there are things that are true, and then there's the truth. There are things that are true, and then there is the truth. So just uh, for a show of hands, and actually, I like interactive, so I, I might come like way out to the edge here because I, I, I want to be with us all. I, I like asking this question. Um, what would you not have today in this moment? What would you not have? So what is the one thing or the several things that you did not give thanks for yesterday? So if you think about it this way, if you didn't give thanks for it yesterday, you wouldn't have it today. So what are some of those things you didn't give thanks for yesterday? Someone on this side. Hatred. So if you didn't give thanks for hatred yesterday, we wouldn't have hatred today. Got it. How about over here, someone from this side? What's something you didn't give thanks for yesterday or you didn't appreciate yesterday or you weren't in gratitude about yesterday and, and to think, wow, because I didn't give thanks for that yesterday, I might not have it today. My life. Let's just keep it plain and simple. huh? <laughs> yeah. You know, maybe our toes, our knees, the, the ability to, uh, uh, to assimilate and eliminate the ability to think, the ability to hug and hold. Maybe we wouldn't even have this beautiful center. Maybe we wouldn't have the person sitting next to us. And the reason that I'm asking you to think about that is because there is a spiritual practice that's called appreciation, or a lot of people call it gratitude. I like to call it, I like to call it the, the spiritual practice of appreciate because what I appreciate appreciates. Yeah, what I appreciate, appreciates. And that is indeed a practice that I engage in in the mornings when I wake up. I wake up, one of the first things out of my mouth is, it's a great day to be alive. Or sometimes it's a great day to have a great day. And on the not-so-good days when I wake up, I go, it's a good day to have a good day. <laughs> and then I immediately begin from my toes, and I work my, my way up. 
And it only takes a few minutes because I kind of generalize and lump a lot of things together. But it's important to tell the truth about who we are and recognizing that appreciation that this is the body of God. That this is the vessel in which God gets to move and have its beingness in human form. And that I get to appreciate it. Even the parts that may not be working as well as they were working a few years ago. And even the parts that have somehow just accumulated and gotten, you know, and you know what I mean? To even appreciate that. And so, as we get just a little bit deeper into tell the truth, my question to you is now, what is it that you want? What do you want to experience? What do you want for your spiritual community? What do you want for yourself, whether it's in, in the financial realm? whether it's in your family realm, whether it's in career, whether it's your physical realm, whether it's your mental and emotional realm, think of one thing that you want. And you don't have to shout that one out. But just be with that for a moment. What is something that you want or something that you want to experience or even something for this beautiful center, this beloved center? What is it that we want for our center here? Everybody got something? Cool. Now here's the second question as we begin to reveal the truth. And this is where you get to be honest with yourself. Why don't you have it already? Why don't you have it already? And I would love to hear just kind of some of the things that kind of pop up. I'll, 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 I'll start seeding a few. In the realm of finances, it's like, have you seen the economy? There's, not, there's really not enough. Or at my age, what could I possibly do? Right? Or the reason I don't have what I want is because there's too many people in the way. Or I'm only one person, I can't do it myself. Help me, see the, a couple of other reasons why you don't have what you want just yet. I'm not worthy. Not me. Maybe somebody else, but not me. I don't recognize that it's already here. Beautiful. What else? Fear. Fear is blocking me. Yeah. And if we're able, because see, some people are constitutionally incapable of being honest with themselves. However, if we are able to be honest with ourselves and, and discover and uncover the reason why we don't have what we want, that, beloved, is your belief. This is what I am believing. I don't have 
A, B, and C because this is what I believe. I believe in fear more than I believe in God. I believe that there's not enough more than I believe in God, in abundance. I believe that I'm not worthy because I don't yet know beyond the shadow of a doubt that my life is the unique and unrepeatable way that God is showing up on this planet. And I have to tell you the truth. Because if someone is not willing to just say, hey, this is why you don't have what, what you really want. This is why you're not experiencing the fullness of who you are. Then who else is going to say that to you? Who else is going to tell you that? You see, the truth is, is that right where you are, as soon as you are willing to release everything you think you are, as soon as you're willing to get your bloated nothingness out of the way, as soon as you are willing to actually accept the truth of who you are, it will continuously block you from experiencing the allness of who you are. We must through our own daily spiritual practice over and over and over and over again, remind ourselves and, and be engaged in that feeling and that knowing that everything is in divine order and that I need not fret or fear or be concerned but I get to do my part. We had a beautiful visioning this morning in which we just simply allow ourselves to become empty and hear the indwelling voice of this I am presence on what's for the highest and best for our center. And see, when, we're, when we can truly, truly empty out, when we can truly say, I am not my title. Wow. I am not my title. Whatever title <laughs> we've been given or we've achieved, I am more than my title. When we're able to get out and, and set aside and empty out, I am not my race. I am not my gender. I am not my position in society. I am the unique and unrepeatable way that God itself is showing up. And when we're ready to harness and just even just, eat. you don't even have to harness it if you're just willing to sit in that truth. It's so uncomfortable sometimes, but if you can just touch, if you can just taste, if you can just experience that, the deepness and the power and the presence that is your life, all that other stuff would just kind of really fall away, the fear that I'm not worthy, that there's not enough, we would see all the opportunity and the enoughness of our own life. Does that make sense? Yeah. See, here we are, 
you know, it, it reminds me of, of, of Superman. Is everyone familiar with Superman? You know, this, this, uh, this way of us being is so Superman. You know, he was a strange visitor from another planet who came to earth with powers and abilities far beyond those of mortal men. You know, Superman who could bend the course of mighty rivers, bend steel with his bare hands. But who disguised as Clark Kent, mild-mannered reporter from the great metropolitan newspaper, fights the never-ending battle for truth, justice, and the American way, right? <laughs> Here we are, God itself, in this amazing body, but we're playing as if we're just mere mortals when we are in fact supreme beings having our beingness in this body. We can have anything, we can experience anything, but it's an inside job. And the, to the degree in which we keep seeking the next, the next class, the next guru, the next this, the next that, we will never find it because it's not outside of us. Our divinity, by the way, has been hidden where you're not looking, within. <laughs> and that's the truth. It is right where we are. And so Ernest Holmes talks about having a spiritual practice, having it on a daily basis. And so if, if you don't even do it on a daily basis, daily basis is a great way to start. If you, if you already have a daily practice, then I'm going to invite you to increase, to increase it. Not by having to add more time, but by brushing your teeth and doing some affirmations. You're already brushing your teeth. You might as well engage in a spiritual practice and make it a spiritual practice and en engage in brushing your teeth and go, you know what, I'm the best me there's ever been. Right where I am is the undeniable perfect power and presence of God. You know, when you're in the shower, you just anything that is unlike spirit is now just washing away. There it goes, down the drain, bye-bye, see ya. You know, I'm just, all that stuff, all that sticky stuff that people say I am or whoever it is that I think that I am, I'm just letting that go right now. Oh, some stuck right here. Bye-bye. Yeah. <laughs> and rinse that off. And I mean, every part of our life we can use to remind ourselves of the truth so that this way we no longer have to remind ourselves of the truth but that we are living from this place of power, from this place of peace, from this place of abundance, from this place of joy, where you can easily, easily say, when I see you, I see God. When I see you, I see the magnificent life and power expressing as you. And then this way, when you, whenever anyone says anything silly, I can go, look at God being silly. Look at God trying to make me angry. <laughs> Look at God saying some stupid stuff from the microphone. And it does not affect me because I know the truth of who I am. And we can't get to the truth of who we are unless we're willing 
to speak those things that sometimes in spiritual communities like this, they tell us not to. Right? Like, you know, it's, 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 it's sometimes not cool in Centers for Spiritual Living to talk about the fear or the unworthiness that we think or feel. But we got to at least be willing to put it out there and to look at it so that we can shine the light upon it and see it for the lie that it is. But unless I'm willing to say that this is what I believe and uncover those hidden beliefs, those hidden beliefs work like a law in my life. And I constantly act according to what I believe. You ever drive somewhere and then go, wow, I kind of like don't even know how I got here. Like at the, at the traffic light, you know, it's just like, oh, wow, it's almost like being hypnotized or something, right? That's, that's how powerful this is. Is that sometimes we're hypnotized by the lie. And we find ourselves in that same relationship with Mr. Right Now or Mrs. Right Now instead of Mr. Right or Mrs. Right, where we find ourselves doing the same things over again. And when you find yourself there, it's important to be truthful and honest with yourself. What am I believing? What am I believing? That's why our spiritual practice is so important. It's so important to pause. You know, if, if you're someone who drives, hey, pause for two minutes in your car before you turn on that key. Remember who you are. When you, right before you get out, pause for two minutes. A minute. Just pause and recognize. Hey. And it's not being conceited at all. It's actually knowing the truth for yourself and of yourself, and then knowing the truth of others. This is who you really are. How else, how else are we as a movement gonna awaken humanity to its spiritual magnificence unless we are willing to do the work ourselves? And it starts with what I want, and why don't I have it? Those two questions reveal my beliefs. And then I get to call upon a practitioner or a prayer partner, someone who can know the truth with me. I get to make that my daily prayer, some aspect of that. Because I've just asked two important questions that have revealed to me what I believe. And in an instant, beloved, in an instant, the moment we awaken, the moment we touch that indwelling presence. See, underneath all of the things that we think we are, mom, dad, doctor, reverend, 
practitioner, board member, underneath all those titles, underneath who we are in society is the truth of who we are. The truth of who you are, you know who's sitting in your seat? God. That's your real title. Don't let the other stuff fool you. Don't be Clark Kent. You are Superman. You have the superpowers. That is who you are. Don't get dressed up and assume the position of mild-mannered reporter. No, be your super selves. That is who we are and recognize it in others. The moment someone around us is playing small, be like, hey, I know who you really are. You can't fool me. You cannot fool me. We must tell the truth, beloveds. And it is only by telling the truth that we really get to who we are. It's only through the spiritual practices that begins to uncover all of that and anchor us in the magnificence of who we are. So when you see me, you see the unique and unrepeatable way that God is showing up on this planet. When I see you, I see the unique and unrepeatable, beautiful, magnificent, gorgeous, intelligent, divine way that God is showing up on this planet as each and every one of you. Let's go into prayer. How grateful I am in this moment that each of us, individually and collectively, are willing to give up all these little titles, all these little ways of being for the grand divine idea that our life is the unique and unrepeatable way that God is showing up. You see, for I know and I believe that there is one life and one life only and that that life is God. That that life is perfect, that life is whole, that life is complete, that life is magnificent, and that life is my life now. There is nothing, no thing that can separate my life from the life of God, for that is the only thing happening even now. And as I know that this is my truth, I also know that this is the truth for all life. That all life is the unique and unrepeatable way that God shows up in human, in canine, in feline, in mountain, in ocean, in river, in tree, in all things, that it is all God expressing beautifully and magnificently. And so I honor and respect all life now, honoring the ground in which I stand for now and the life of our ancestors and the lives of those who have come before us, knowing that that life is indeed the life of God as well. I simply give thanks for this spiritual community, for the power that is here, for the unfolding and the continuing unfoldment, for the awakening of these individuals here that they know that their life undoubtedly is the life of God. I pray now giving thanks and in deep appreciation for the health and wholeness of this spiritual community. 
I'm in deep appreciation for the love that is here and for the open doors. I am in deep appreciation for the endless flow of finances that keep these doors open and this community available to all who are seeking to know the truth of their life as well. I give thanks that this is the place that provides spiritual tools for personal and for global transformation. I give thanks that this is the place right now where the awakening begins and where it happens. It is indeed in deep appreciation that I just say thank you. Thank you for all that has been so prepared for this day, for this moment. And what I know is that only good can come of this. It has been spoken here many, many times. And that the legacy of the ministers here has been great. Only good can come of this. So I bless this community now, knowing that only good can come of this. Knowing that right here, is the dwelling place of the Most High. So for this and so much more, I give thanks. I let it be so because it can be no other way. Because it can be no other way. And all those in agreement, please say with me, and so it is. Amen. Thank you, beloveds. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Debbie.